Hey, welcome to the Finance Fam Podcast, where we cover finances, faith, family, and freedom. Whether you're in debt or seasoned investor, we cover all the ways where being the rat race, thriving in recession, building wealth for future generations, and living with purpose to ultimately gain freedom and impact the kingdom, however the Lord calls us as believers. My name is Isaiah, and I'm one of the hosts of the show, alongside my good friend Andrew. We're both millennials living typical millennial lives, plus we love Jesus, we love our families, and we love freedom. Everything we cover is for entertainment purposes and should not be considered financial advice. Please don't sue us. Enjoy the show. Thanks. And welcome, everyone, to Finance Fam. I know I've told you before, fam is short for family. I was listening to myself explaining that, and uh, yeah, it's, it should be pretty obvious. Anyway, it's hey, been... some people aren't with the you know Gen Z terms. I don't know if fam is a Gen Z or millennial thing, but there's some new terms out there. So it's good to probably... Uh... We need a reaction video of new terms. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, Isaiah, what's new with you, man? Most exciting thing from, I guess, this past week or two is I tried to drop ship a product okay. for a guitar. So it's actually over there. I'm pointing out to Andrew, but it's this little attachment that goes on your guitar and it dampens the strings. And I thought, you know, this product has been sold as like a guitar mute for like training purposes. And I was like, if you could sell it and change yeah. the messaging to be for um, a rubber bridge guitar, similar to Taylor Swift's album that, and of course she's making like headlines and breaking records. Okay. I thought maybe I could get some sales there. I had to turn off the ads cause I spent a little bit too much money and didn't see a return right away, mm. but there's some optimization we done there. Anyways, that's like been the most Go to WWW. <laughs> don't go. Don't look it up. <laughs> look it up. But that's what I'm going to do with my time. Give us a business. I mean, I want to use it on Devo like right now. I don't know. Just you talking about it. It's making I me actually, really excited about I this I actually product. really enjoy the product. I've, I've shared it with a couple friends and they're like, this is stupid. But I, the reason <laughs> but why I started like selling it, it is because yeah. I liked it. Uh, yeah. So what it, when you say it dampens, like what, does it make it grungy? Like what? What no, it, it, it basically, imagine a palm mute that's always on your guitar, okay. except you can pick, you can strum, like okay. you can't really do those things when you're palm muting. All right. and, and so it gives it this like classic, um, really like lo-fi soft tone. Okay. I'm very excited. I I'll let you, it. I'll let you use it afterwards. Oh yes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, How yes. about you? What's, that, what's that's going the on with you? So I tried the McRib last night. Oh. The McRib is back y'all. I don't know when you're listening to this, but the McRib. And I took Ben to, he, he got a happy meal. He hated the toy, whatever. Um, but that He wants McRib books from Chick-fil-A, right? He wants so to be gross, guys. I can't describe my first ever McRib. I've always seen it and been like, ew. And I've always heard people say, oh, it's gross. Of course, you'll have the one fanatic that's like, the McRib is back. I'm right. so excited. No. My dad. Like, what in the world? They cover that thing with like, really, I don't mind the meat. It's the like sauce. Oh, it's yeah. so much. It's so sweet. I felt like I was eating candy. It's like a candy meat oh, thing. Man. Oh, oh. All right. Yes. Um, I read a. I saw a tweet about the McRib. It was like <laughs> McDonald's marketing strategy is to it, reintroduce it just long enough after people have forgotten what it tastes like. That way they have to try it again. Yeah. And that's the strategy. Yeah. I hope they improve the flavor. Like I don't know what the heck that was, but oh. Anyway. So today we're talking not just about McRibs, about amazing products that you can get. Um, uh, Isaiah's business. We're talking about the housing market in 2022. Dun, dun, dun. This is one I've been wanting to discuss for some time now. I feel like that's the number one, I don't know, when I'm coaching people, that's the number one challenge. People are like, I want to get in the housing market, but yeah. it's like, it's gone up so, so, so much. And 
it doesn't seem worth it. You know, you get a two bedroom in Duluth and it's just like 300,000. You're like, how did this happen? Yeah. It was so cheap however long ago. And so that's what we're going to discuss a little bit today. It also feels like for those that are first time home buyers or haven't bought a home before, it feels like such a big like mental leap and step to get a house. Like I feel like I leveled up when I bought my first house and like realizing all the expenses associated, like this is an actual long-term investment, just so many emotions behind it. So to be buying a house in this climate is like a little daunting, I'd say um, for many. So I'm glad we're, we're hitting it today. Absolutely. And I think the main point we want to make in this uh, for you, for those listening right now, we want to communicate it is possible to own a home. Yes, even in 2022, not just in 2019, it's completely, and as Joe Rogan would say, it's entirely possible. <laughs> and so uh, Isaiah and I, you know, we, we admittedly got in at a good time. And so we can share individually our stories with that. But so for our discussion today, you know, what would we do? If we were, you know, renting right now and looking to buy a home, say we had debt, say we had, I don't know, $10,000 of savings and we're trying to make our way from renting into owning a home. Yeah. And so what would you do right now? You got $10,000 in the bank. Your name is Isaiah Ram. You're single. And I, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just imagining an yeah, alternate yeah. reality. Um, we're Danielle. All right. So, so you and Danielle, that, that's a better example. You're, you're married. You got 10, 10 grand in the bank Okay. and you don't have any retirement and you're looking to buy a house in 2022. Interest rates are, uh, according to bank of America <laughs> are 7%. Ooh, man. And you're looking at that and you're looking at the impossibility, uh, seemingly impossibility of a, a $350,000 house. So that's staring you right in the face. You and 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 Danielle, what are you doing? I say. Yeah, I I'm probably looking at a couple different options to be honest. And one of those options may be to not get a house, of course, if our financial financials aren't there for that. But if again, if you're somebody who's like, no, I know I need a house. I'm married. I have kids. We want to stay in wherever you're located. I think it's it's never a bad time to buy a house if you have the like the need to need a house. Like there's some people who are like, Oh, I'm trying to time the market. I want to do it because it's investment. Like, well, that's a different situation. But in general, Dave Ramsey says, if you need a house, just do it. Like you're going to be there for a long time. Just like, go ahead and do it. Your family needs that. So, um, if we were, you know, in that situation first, I would try to m- minimize my expenses and my starting with my rent actually. Yeah. And depends on how aggressive you want to get. We got super aggressive. We could have lived, um, in a nice apartment with out our parents upstairs and we could have had, you know, just looked good on, on paper, but that would have cost us like 1500 bucks a month. We were like, you know what? We're going to live in a basement and we're going to live there yeah. for cheap or for free. Um, I've had a couple other options that popped up that were like sub $500 rent. Um, anything under a thousand, I think you're probably winning in this market, but that's a, de- that's a decision is like, do we want to maximize our savings rates? And again, one of the busiest, big, biggest expenses is going to be minimizing your, your rental situation currently. So I would say, ask yourself how aggressive do you want to be? And then from there, it's like uh, just maximizing at your savings and looking at every single thing in your life. Like we're not going to eat out. We're not going to do X, Y, Z. We're not going to go on vacation. If you're really serious about this and you have the 10 grand, you're actually pretty close. Like, I don't know what you need. Like if we're talking, we can talk about time payments in, in a second here, Yeah. but you don't need, you're already halfway there. I think maybe a little bit more. Um, so there's, 
there's a lot of different routes you can go there, but my strategy would be minimize my rent payment, maximize my savings. And then as far as buying the house and I'll, I'll pass it back to you, Andrew, we are not looking for a super nice home. We're not looking for our, you know, life or home. Like if we're a couple, yeah. we're looking to buy a home that again, we'll get into is no more than 25% of our take home pay. And it's probably gonna have some sort of rental um, aspect to whether it's going to be a roommate or a basement situation. Like we are going to try to really milk this home for the first year, two, three, four years of our lives in order to be a stepping stone house into something else. So that's awesome. It's kind of high level. I love that. I love that you mentioned a starter home because, you know, I, I feel like I got the idea that. Hey, just want to take a quick second and thank you for listening to this show. If you have found value, if it's benefited your life, if you enjoy listening to us, would you please take a second just to, uh, it literally takes a second, scroll up to the top of Spotify if you're listening there and just leave a five-star review, share it with somebody, maybe send a screenshot, post it on Instagram, do whatever you want. But the way podcasts grow is by sharing it by word of mouth. That's the primary way they grow. So if you could take a second and share that, that would be so awesome and benefit us. So again, thank you for listening. Back to the show you know, I, I needed a, a bigger house than I actually did. And that's one of the mistakes that Joy and I made. I call it a mistake, you know, in retrospect, it was amazing. It was not financially wise what Joy and I did. Same. We, we got yeah. way more house than we needed. And that's something I want to encourage you. It just is the, you know, the the biggest thing, you know, it's the, the perfect don't do what I, I do moment. Um, we had way, way, way too much house. And so something Dave Ramsey says, um, and this is something Isaiah and I both agree with, make that mortgage payment or rent, wherever you are, renting or with a mortgage, make that payment um, less than 25% of your take-home pay. And this is important because, you know, even when you get to 33%, that's what some financial experts, I say, quote, unquote, experts say, 33, it needs to be less because normal is probably 33%. Normal is also broke. Yeah. Normal is a $650 car payment a month. <laughs> and so, you know, in in mortgages and rents, housing will be your biggest expense. And so the more you can minimize that, it's one of those things where if you can make that a financial goal, that's what I'd say, make it a financial goal to make your rent or mortgage be 25% of your take home pay. And that's scary, you know, like if you don't make a ton right now and you're going through college or whatever, you're trying to figure out the next step in your life, like 25% may be very, very hard that that's going to be one of like most of America's big, biggest expenses. But that's where I'd say I got creative. People can get creative. I don't want to be um, ignorant to the reality of the economy. Um, but, you know, how bad, how bad do you want it? If we're talking about freedom, if we're talking about savings, like... Do you want two roommates? Do you want three roommates? Do you want no roommates? Do you want to live with your parents or do you want to live, you know, whatever? So just, again, just a question to ask. Yeah, absolutely. And something I'd say, don't look at Zillow. Do not even download the app if you are not financially ready because the worst thing you can do is make an emotional decision in the midst of a market where interest rates are seven. I saw 8% on a 30-year yesterday. I don't even want to think about that. 8%. 30 years on a $400,000 house. Hmm. I'm, I don't have to do the numbers. That's not going to be a good <laughs> long-term situation. Um, imagine if the, the water heater goes down, if the sub pump in the basement goes down. And that's something that, 
is very important to keep in mind. The reason we want this to be 25% of your income is so that you can afford the home fixes. And Isaiah, I'm sure you've had a few of those over the years where Mm. you had an unexpected expense. For us, it was everything in the inspection they said. So the things they said in the inspection, this is bad, you should fix it immediately. Those things were fine. I mean, the roof, the front door, like whatever else. It was the things that they were like, hey, you might want to look at this in the next 10 years. Those were the things that the first six months, it was like one thing blew up after the next. And so that's another reason we say 25%. um, And also, it's okay to rent. It is entirely Mm -hmm. possible to rent indefinitely and to save for retirement. Some people do that. Now, that's not something that we would necessarily recommend, but one advantage of doing that and renting for decades and decades That's decades and decades where you don't have to pay for repairs on the 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 home that you are living in, and so that's something that um, Isaiah and I take on as landlords: the risk of you know whatever happens to the home. And so, yep. Do you have anything else to add here at the end? Yeah, I would just echo the part about renting. You know, if you're someone who I'm thinking of a couple of friends who are going to be around the country because of job situations and stuff. Like it probably doesn't make sense for you to have a house, like yeah. paying for a plot of house that you're not able to live in unless you have a strategy with renting. But then again, you are taking on the responsibility of a landlord and some people aren't ready to do that just yet. So it's okay to rent, especially if you're super mobile in the first couple of years of your career. Um, you're not ready to settle down yet. You don't know where you want to live. Like don't buy a house. Um, and then, you know, get creative. If you are renting again, I would say if you're single, this is the time to maximize your savings. And, uh, Danielle, she hacked a house. She didn't own the house, but she rented it for four or five years, which sounds like, Oh my gosh, Danielle threw away a lot of money, except she didn't. She had seven roommates. That's and they amazing. were the best years of her life. They called it the treehouse. That actually sounds awesome. Yeah. Her rent was 150 wow. bucks a month. That was, you know, that was almost 10 years ago. So yeah, if you've got seven, fair. if you've got seven people, but it, it minimizes that cost pretty for fast. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She loved it. She, I mean, she's a seven, she's an extrovert. So <laughs> yeah, maybe it, the roommates that were introverts didn't love that. Yes. Introverts are hearing a house full of seven people and they're just like, no, no, never. I could, I could never it was a crazy that. house. bro. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's how you get creative. Wow, that's awesome. So in summary today, we say be patient. Uh, you know, just, just wait on yourself. Be patient. It's okay to rent. Um, make sure that when you buy a house or even when you're renting right now, that that payment is no more than 25% of your take-home pay so that you have plenty of room for savings, plenty of room for investing, all that stuff. And of course, just remember it's okay you can be patient. And so thank you guys for uh, this edition of Finance Fam. We will see you guys next time.